Hello and welcome to Jungle Gym from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Presenting the adventures of Jungle Jim. The adventures of Jungle Jim broadcast weekly over this station are dramatized from the full color action pictures to be found in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest comic supplement that comes to you each week with your Hearst Sunday newspaper. Join the 11 million adults and 6 million youngsters who make their weekends more enjoyable reading the world's greatest comic and adventure pictures by the world's best artists featured in every issue of the Comic Weekly. Insist on the Sunday newspaper that brings you the Comic Weekly. Jim has sent Colo on ahead with special instructions to Anthony Lowry. He and Kitty continue their flight through the jungle. Jim's crack woodsmanship is all that stands between him and Kitty and certain death at the hands of the vengeful native revolutionaries. But two days and nights without food or rest are too much for Kitty. While passing through a steaming swamp with distant shouts of pursuing natives ringing in her ears, she collapses. Meanwhile, Kolo has reached the Nahian coast. He has run steadily for two days and two nights, and his side is caked with dried blood. He drops at Lowry's door. Lowry takes the message from his fingers and gasps, they're alive. Jim and Kitty are alive. While Kolo lies hovering between life and death, watched over by the faithful Lil, Tony rounds up the planters in preparation for the big attack. Well, Dr. Grimes, what's the verdict? Has his condition improved any during the night? Yes, Mr. Phil. There's a very slight improvement. Oh. First, we've reduced the fever a little, and his heart and pulse action are a bit stronger. You say he didn't regain consciousness at any time during the night or early morning, eh? No, Doctor, and that's what frightens me. Mm-hmm. He, he's been in that one position all the time. His breathing was so labored that at times I almost thought it had stopped. Well, of course, it's too early yet to make any real decision, but I think he'll pull through. Sleep, rest, and quiet are the best medicines he can have at present. Mm-hmm. This long sleep will help build up his resistance again and help him fight back. But how about that bad wound on his side, I've been taking special care of that, changing the dressings and treating it, just as you instructed me. How does it look? Now, that is the dangerous part, Mr. Vril. A very nasty gunshot wound, and because of the neglect, it became very badly infected. Mm-hmm. All in all, he's had a very narrow escape. It's still touch and go, of course, but he's tough and has a good constitution and a will to live. Mm-hmm. All that's in his favor. And with a little luck and plenty of careful nursing, I am pretty sure we can pull him through. Oh, that must be Tony. Come in. Uh, good morning, Lil. Good morning, Good morning, Tony. Doctor. Good morning. Now, what's the good word? How's the patient? Well, as can be expected, Tony. He rested very well. Fever's down a point or two, and he's reacting very favorably. Well, that's good. Now, how's the nurse? You must be tired out, Lil. You've been on watch all night. Oh, don't worry about me. I'll be all right. I don't mind sacrificing a little sleep on Colo. 
He's been one of the bravest, most loyal men I've ever known. Well, just the same, as Tony says, you've got to get some rest yourself. Now, I'll set up my office here for the balance of the day and keep an eye on the patient while you get some sleep. Oh, that's a mighty good idea, Doctor. So, Lil, you hustle off to bed and get some rest so that you'll be in shape to do your nursing. Okay, gentlemen, I bow to your wishes. But what's on the calendar for you today, Tony? Oh, that's another reason I dropped in. I expect to be leaving today. Oh? Mm-hmm. I'm on my way now to talk to the planters. And if all goes well, we ought to be able to round up a strong enough force to set out on an expedition to put the finishing touches on this native rebellion. I'm going to give them the good news Kolu brought us about Peter Stone. That ought to put them in a fighting mood. Yes. Well, if I don't see you again this morning, here's wishing you and your men the best of luck. Thanks, Lil. Now, I must be running along. I don't want to keep the men waiting. Oh, and Tony. Yes? While you're out on this expedition, have your men keep their eyes wide open for Jim and Kitty. Of course. I wouldn't be surprised if they won't be needing a whole lot of help about this time. Don't worry, Lil. That's going to be one of the major objectives of this little foray into the interior. Well, so long, Lil. The best of luck with your patience. Goodbye, Doc. Do your best for Kolo. Yes, I will, Tony. So long and good luck to you. Goodbye, Okay, Mr. Lowry. The men are all ready. They're mighty anxious to hear what you have to say. All right, Wilson. I'll get started right away. It won't take me very long to tell the boys what's on my mind. I'll get them in order, Mr. Lowry. All right, boys. Mr. Lowry's all ready to talk to you now. Let's have quiet and listen carefully, please. Gentlemen, first I have some very good news for you. Well. And I realize that it's about time we had something cheerful to tell you, so here it is. Well, let's hear it, Mr. Lowry. Last night, Kolu, Jungle Jim's faithful Hindu, arrived at my place with a letter from Jungle Jim. Yes? He'd been on the trail for over 48 hours without rest. Beside that, he was badly wounded, yet he kept going. In order to get through with the letter which contained the good news I promised you. Well, good for him. Peter Stone, the greatest menace to law and order in Nahia, is dead. Dead? Why, Peter Stone is dead. Yes, Shot to death by one of his own men. That murdering pyromaniac we know is Punchy. And Jim, in turn, killed Punchy in a gunfight. Now, as you know, we've already accounted for Big Tom out there in the harbor. Yes, we realize that. And you know what this means? Those renegade natives are without a leader. The brains and organization that were behind this rebellion have been wiped out. Their power is broken. These natives are leaderless. Uh, We can thank Jungle Jim for this. He also advises us to gather up our forces and strike now. Strike hard and crack the uprising wide open. Are you ready and willing? Yes, we're all behind you, Mr. Lowry. Good. Very good. Now, some of you still have loyal native followers. Call them up. We have plenty of arms and ammunition. Everything is ready, so there's no reason to delay. We march at noon. What do you say? All right, sir. Back to 100%. All right, gentlemen. Get your men outfitted and assembled, ready to move off at noon. This is the final blow that'll bring us victory. Promptly at noon, the white planters, supported by a force of loyal natives, moved off into the direction of the country still being held by the hostile natives. For two days, the columns advanced without meeting the enemy. Then at noon of the third day, Lowry's scouts returned with news. Well, Wilson, what is it? 
What are these scouts returned for? News of the enemy, Mr. Lowry. Yes. Jack Chisholm and the advance guard reached the highest point in the hills ahead of us. Yes. There he sighted a rather large force of natives moving out of the jungle swamps up to the high ground, perhaps three or four miles below where Chisholm has set up the advance post. Now, let me see. That puts the enemy force about 13 or 14 miles from here. Yes, that's about right. Uh, it's a good ten miles to that high ridge of hills where Chisholm reports he set up his advance post. Yes, that's about right, Mr. Lowry. Mm-hmm. Chisholm says he's been watching them through his field glasses. He says they appear to be well-armed and moving forward at uh, pretty good speed. Chisholm's party is small might have trouble if that large native force caught up with yes, him. Yes, that's what he's afraid of, sir. And he's asked us to move up to support him as fast as we possibly can. Very well, Wilson. Get the section commanders together at once and tell them we're moving up at once. Right. A little after 12 now. We've got to arrive at Chisholm's outpost by sundown. I see, that'll give us seven hours. This country's rough and not very advantageous to fast travel, but we've got to make it. Very good, Mr. Lowry. I think we can make it. Uh, do you want to send any advance word to Chisholm? Yes. Yes, we have a couple of good native runners here. Send them on ahead as fast as they can travel with a message to Chisholm to scout the enemy, but not to attack unless they're attacked first. Right. I don't want those rebels to know we're in that territory. I want to surprise them if possible. Now, Wilson, get busy. Oh, uh, send those runners on first. Never mind the section commanders. I'll run them up myself. Right. I've got to be on the move immediately. Well, here we are, Chisholm. We made that force march in a hurry. Afraid you might have been attacked by those rebels. I know. I've been keeping a close watch on them. Good. Their advance slowed down considerably... As soon as they got out of the swamp and on the higher ground. In fact, quite a while before sundown, their advance seemed to stop altogether. Well, that's funny. Say, Chisholm, you don't suppose they spotted your party, do you? No, not a chance. Not a chance. They were too far away. I couldn't see them clearly except through my field glasses. No, they didn't spot me, but from the way they were running around, they were looking for someone or something. Uh-huh. They were hunting for something. I know that. You think they might have been chasing someone at Chisholm? I wonder if those... Devils could have been trailing. It's hmm? quite possible. And I'm not taking any chances. Oh, Wilson! Yes, Mr. Lawrence. Wilson, come here. Yes, sir. Tell the section commanders to spread their men out all along this ridge to the west. Yes, sir. Post guards and patrols to be on the lookout for hostile natives. No fires or lights after dark. No loud talking or anything that may attract attention. Tell the section commanders we are near the enemy and may contact them with a surprise attack in the morning. In the meantime, Jungle Jim has struggled through the jungle swamp carrying Kitty St. John, who is delirious with shock and fever. He climbs first onto firm ground and then up to a place in the rocks where he can hide momentarily while he rests. Off in the distance, he can hear the occasional shouts of the pursuing natives. Well, so far so good. We've managed to dodge those murderous devils. Out of that steaming jungle swamp and up high enough to get a little clean, dry air. I can't go on. I can't go on. Oh, don't leave me, Jim. Don't leave me, Jim. Water. Water. Why can't I have water? I'm on fire. I'm on fire. Where's the water? The water. You're all right, my Kitty. Just lie there and rest. I'm... I'm still with you, Kitty. Me. Jim. Do you hear me, Kitty? Do you hear me? It's me, Kitty. Jim. 
Everything is going to be all right now. Water. Oh, water, why... Why can't I have the water? I want water. I'm on fire. I'm on fire. I'm thirsty. My throat is burning. Where's the water? Please. Please lie still, Kitty. Lie still, won't you? I'll get you some water in a minute. So it's those murdering swine again. They're out of the swamp and on my trail again. Well, we can't stay here. I've got to push on. Find a good place to hide out tonight. It's getting dark now. I've got to go up to that ridge where I can get a view of those devils. Oh, I'm so thirsty. So thirsty. Oh, my throat is on fire. Find me the water. The water. All right. Up you go, Kitty. We're, we're moving on. Here. Here's your water, Kitty. Kitty. She what the dickens. Oh, no, no, she can't be. No. There's still some faint hard action there. Gosh, not very much. Poor kid is pretty near the danger line. Out like a light and edging away fast. I'm helpless to do anything about it. I can't take a chance on moving on anymore. Tomorrow, tomorrow when it gets light, those natives will, will have us hemmed in. And I'll, I'll have to make my last stand. And so with Kitty hovering in the shadow of death and Jim hemmed in by the savage, murderous natives, they are both faced with the gravest danger. Yet a few miles away, completely ignorant of Jim's fate, Tony Lowry and his forces are within striking distance. Don't miss the next exciting episode in the adventures of Jungle Jim. Remember, you can follow these adventures in the full-color action pictures to be found in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest comic supplement containing the best full-color adventure and comic pictures. Remember, no other comic supplement can give you the top names of cartoon land like the all-star favorites to be found in the Comic Weekly. The whole family follow the fun and frolics of Jiggs and Maggie, the Little King, the immortal Donald Duck, as well as the exciting adventures of Flash Gordon and Jungle Jim. Join the 11 million adults and 6 million youngsters who every week find the greatest of home entertainment in the Comic Weekly, which comes to you with your Hearst Sunday newspaper. More thrilling radio adventures of Jungle Jim will be heard at the same time next week over the same station. Be sure to tune in. Mm -hmm.